0: Hello, my creepy cryptids! Shan Squatch here, the host and barista for this wonderful Cryptid Coffee Club. Welcome back to another episode. Look at us being consistent. Hell yeah! Did I totally procrastinate this into the last minute? Absolutely, but we are here nonetheless. Life is definitely insane with building out my school bus right now, but we have more cryptids to explore. We have about a month to make it livable and move in, so wish me luck with that. But life is weird, but we are weirder, so let's get going. Today's episode is about a sad but terrifying cryptid based in San Antonio, Texas, the Donkey Lady. For our beverage of the episode, we have, of course, the Donkey Lady drink. So here is the recipe as follows. This is a flavored Americano type beverage. First, grind your espresso beans and get them brewing up a double shot. Put a thin layer of brown sugar in the bottom of your glass with a few pumps of strawberry syrup. Then I actually went back in and added a dash of vanilla syrup as well to soften up these flavors. Mix in your double shot and stir to incorporate. Once the flavors are mixed well with the steaming hot espresso, add some cold water, then some ice cubes to chill it further. If you prefer your drinks hot, just skip the ice cubes and just add hot water to your espresso. You can stop here and enjoy, but I wanted to splash a cream to top it off. Stir to mix in that cream and it's time to enjoy. Brown sugar, strawberry, iced espresso couldn't get better than this. Donkeys love a sweet strawberry snack, so it only seemed a fitting addition. I feel like a strawberry drink always raises my spirits and makes me feel better and after you heard the story of the donkey lady, you'll also want her to enjoy this beverage. So let's jump right in. So on to the donkey lady. This cryptid seems more of the ghostly kind to me. The Donkey Lady is found lurking, or haunting, the bridge on Old Applewhite Road that crosses over Elm Creek on the south side of San Antonio, Texas. Today it is known as the Donkey Lady Bridge due to the legend that lurks here. This ghostly entity is restless and haunts out of grief and pain from its chilling origins. The bridge on which the donkey lady is sighted feels just like a normal, everyday bridge, at least when the sun is up. Once the sun sets and darkness emerges, the lush vegetation growing around the bridge feels as if it is closing in around you, pressing in. The air feels heavy, as if you were drowning. The hairs stand up on the back of your neck because someone is watching you. Be aware. It is said if you drive your car onto the bridge and honk your horn, yelling for the donkey lady, you will summon her. First, you will hear the beating of hooves on the bridge. Then she'll jump on your car or kick at it with leaving hoof prints denting the metal. She will yell bloody murder. If you dare catch a look you will see a woman whose face is so charred and burned from fire that it seems to have melted into an elongated donkey's face she may even bust through your window with her hoof-like appendages that used to be her hands but had melted down into blackened stumps if you see her drive fast The donkey lady has a few possible origins that have been passed around from folks all over San Antonio. Some stories claim that she started appearing around the bridge in the 1950s, while others started much earlier in the 1800s. Although most of the origin stories are similar, it all ends in that terrible fate that was the donkey lady. One of these possible origins claims that the donkey lady came from a farming family who Lived just outside of san antonio the family raised some small crops and had a few livestock the farmer had somehow gone mad and set fire to the family home the fire killed the farmer's two children himself and almost killed his wife She was able to escape the flames, but was left horribly disfigured. Her fingers melted down to stumps, resembling hoof-like appendages, and the skin on her face was charred and burned. The scarring gave her face a long, elongated appearance, like a donkey. Due to her grief of the loss of her children and the betrayal of her husband, she haunts Elm Creek and those who dare to cross." Another variation is that it wasn't the woman's husband that lit the fire to the ranch. One day, a stranger, the son of a wealthy merchant in San Antonio, came across the family farm during his travels. He started messing with the family's donkey, and when the animal retaliated by biting the stranger, the man started mercilessly beating the donkey. The cries and wails from the animal alerted the farmer and his wife, who were able to drive the man away. Later that night, the man returned to the farm and set fire to the home. The fire murdered the farmer and his children. The farmer's wife was able to force her way out of the burning house, screaming in agony, while her disfigured body started to resemble that of a donkey. She chased after the arsonist, but tragically fell into the river and her body was never found. Oh, jeez. That is just absolutely terrible and really, really sad to think about. This poor family. The final possibility of the origin that we will talk about today is slightly less traumatic, but still horrible and sad. Once there was a lady who owned a donkey in this area, The pair were strolling about when a little boy approached the animal. He was messing with the donkey and, as animals do, he bit the child. The boy ran home and alerted his father and the neighbors about the donkey incident. As the lady and the donkey were crossing over the bridge, that little boy's father and the neighbors confronted the two. They started beating the donkey and pushed it off the bridge into the rushing water below. The lady was outraged and ran to fight back against the men. The cruel men then pushed the lady off the bridge as well. The donkey and the lady were murdered together. And now she haunts that bridge, her ghostly form combining with that of her beloved donkey. No matter which version is the true origin of the donkey lady, it is such a disgustingly depressing end, or I guess start, to this tale. There have been many different accounts and interactions with the donkey lady over the years from locals and travelers. One local claims that he and his friends went out to the bridge at night to see if there was anything weird going on. Their group were chased through the woods by the donkey lady who was enraged by their presence. Some folks get chased while others end up with dents on their car in the shape of hooves and broken windshields. Even if the sightings aren't always this physical, a lot of people just claim to feel that someone is watching them while they visit the bridge. Others say that you may hear rushing hoof claps on the bridge behind you or coming right at you. A big proponent of the ghostly aspect of this cryptid would be the sudden drops in temperature on the bridge. This typically indicates a more ghostly vibe is present, not to mention the otherworldly haunting cries. It is scary to imagine some of these encounters, like seeing a woman with a donkey's face screaming at me through the window, and then, when I eventually drive the hell out of there, I'm left with hoof-shaped dents on my car? That'll be a no from me, dog. If I see the donkey lady standing on a bridge or taking a stroll in the woods nearby, I'm out, driving away and getting some salt and matches. If the Winchesters taught me anything, it is to be prepared for ghostly encounters on a bridge. Now, I want to share some unique sightings that I found online from some folks who have documented their encounters. I feel like when there's urban legends around an area and the locals are the main people to encounter these cryptids, they aren't always willing to go on the record about it. It is always great to find some who are willing to share. This first encounter is from Reddit user... Reject from Hell. Posted three years ago. And quote. Alright, so, you may think this is BS, but I had somewhat of an experience. We went out to some old road near Applewhite Road. It was a fenced-off cemetery. It was my friend and I in two separate cars, maybe like eight of us? We go up to the gate, which is locked to have a looky-loo, my brother who was against this whole, whole ordeal because ghosts aren't real, and making fun of everyone trying to scare them, yada yada. His car is in front, just parked, and I'm right behind him in my car. It was around 1am. I'm sitting there, idling. Nothing is happening, so I just turn the car off, and but leave my headlights on. They get out to fuck around, and my brother just runs back into his car, and his friends follow. We meet up later, after, and he says that when he turned his car off, he noticed fog forming behind the gate on the ground. He thought nothing of it, and just kept on. Then after, he saw something come out of the fog, and he thought it was a person, but it wasn't. Then he said he looked at its face and it was a disfigured thing. He couldn't say man or woman, just said that it looked like a person with a really fucked up face. My brother is not one to believe in spooks, but he said that was the only time something freaked him out. This was like 12 years ago in the summer. I don't know if it was the donkey lady or what. I did go to the donkey lady bridge a few months after this incident, and all I saw was graffiti that said, Jesse loves sea snatch. Shrug. And end quote. I don't know if it was donkey lady, but it kind of sounds like some of those sightings. Although with it not being on the bridge, but there are some people who say that they've seen her in the woods surrounding this area. The next few sightings were documented in the book Weird Texas by Wesley Treat, Heather Shades, and Rob Briggs. This can also be found online at weirdus.com. Mind you, All of my sources I do have listed in the description box below, and you can find them there. Some of them might not be there, just because there was 8 billion news stories all literally just saying the same thing about the donkey lady. But, all in all, my citations are down below. Quote, Most of the donkey lady stories have faded into memory. But one was a little harder to shake. One of my best friends told of a cousin who was with his father and brother on a weekend outing. They were going to camp and do a little fishing in an unofficial county park. The group pulled up to a weed-infested area off a dirt road and began to make camp. The two stories had the task of unloading the pickup truck while the father found a suitable spot for the tent. While unloading the truck, one of the boys heard a rustling in the weeds just ahead of the truck. He told his brother, who in turn called out to their father to come to the truck. The three of them watched the tall weeds beneath the oaks, away from the road, bend under the weight of what was apparently a large animal, when they heard an odd snorting sound and a high-pitched snarl. The father, not recognizing the sound coming from the "...animal," decided they probably ought to find another spot to set up camp. The three of them quickly threw the tent, sleeping bags, and gear into the back of their truck. While packing up, the father watched out of the corner of his eye as the weeds shook nearby. The prowler moved away from the trees and began heading for the general area of the road. The father urgently whispered for the boys to get in the truck, "...fast." All three of them were in the truck in a flash, and the father started it up. He put the truck in gear and was just pulling out in the road when something fast and large burst out of the weeds and ran at the front of the truck. Seconds later, a horrible apparition bounded up onto the, their hood and began shrieking at them through the glass. It was the ugliest thing any of them ever saw. They swore it looked like a donkey, but it was mostly human. It screamed at them more as the truck continued to move away from the weeds and into the road. It used its deformed hands to punch at the windshield and broke it in many places. The father hit the brakes, the thing slid off the hood and onto the dirt road. Throwing the truck into reverse, the father floored the gas pedal and put some distance between them and the thing backing into the weeds off of the road. He then put the truck into first and stepped on it again. That thing was coming up on them fast. They said it almost looked like a wild animal with an incredible look of rage and hatred in its eyes. Dirt sprayed up from the road at the beast as they pulled out, slowing it down just enough for them to get away. The donkey lady supposedly had finally dropped back and headed into the weeds. After the story was told, my friend let it be known that he thought it was a nice story, but, well, it was a nice story. Then, he was taken outside and shown the truck. The windshield was almost knocked out, the hood was dented, and its paint was scuffed and scraped. Whew! That! That is like a full-on... Crazy encounter like can you imagine can you imagine that for a minute like go back close your eyes imagine that horror oh my god i could not all right so here's another story from the weird texas book quote the tales that i have on the donkey lady are not directly related to me however they were relayed to me through friends in high school These are people I've known all my life and have no reason not to believe them. One night in 1987, while at my best friend's house, four fellow companions showed up. Bored and looking for something to do, we suggested they visit the Donkey Lady Bridge. This locale was only a short drive from the house. They agreed and were soon driving out of sight. About six hours later, their vehicle returned to our driveway with only one occupant. Assuming he had taken the girls home and was ready to party in San Antonio, we went out anxious to greet him. What we found at the car was something I'll never forget. The windshield was busted, the front dented, and there was what appeared to be blood all over the hood. We immediately ran to the driver's door to see if John, not his actual name, was all right. He was just sitting there, staring out the windshield with a blank expression on his face. After several minutes of consistent badgering, we finally got him to talk. He told us that he and his friends Lisa, Terry, and Jill had arrived at the bridge. They began to honk their horn and call for the donkey lady. According to the legend, according to the legend, this is how you are supposed to get her attention. After about 15 minutes of not seeing anything, they decided to go into the woods and look for her themselves. What happened next is truly unbelievable. And if I hadn't known John all of my life and seen the car, I would not have believed it myself. While walking in the woods, John said that he got the feeling they were being watched. He immediately stopped and told everyone to be quiet. Looking around and evaluating the situation, he discovered in the distance what appeared to be two eyes staring at them. These eyes seemed to be reflecting from the moonlight and were of a color that he said was indescribable. The girls immediately panicked and began to run back to the car. John was quick to follow, and soon after he turned away, there was a horrible scream from the direction of the eyes. He described it as almost being a cry from an intelligent animal. Too afraid to turn around, he picked up the pace as he ran to the car. When he got there, the girls were already inside, screaming at him to get in and leave. As he was trying to find his keys, he heard the sounds of what seemed to be a horse running in in their direction. Starting the car, he slammed it into gear and put the pedal to the floor. Suddenly, a figure appeared in the road in front of them. Too afraid to stop, John collided with the figure and hit the hood of the car and rolled over the roof. Looking in his rearview mirror, he said he thought the figure got up and continued to pursue them. After hearing this and seeing the condition of the car, my friend and I felt This deserved a second look. John told us that he would never return to that bridge again, but if we wanted to risk our lives to go right ahead. Grabbing two flashlights and a pair of shotguns, that was the biggest weapon Steve's father had, we jumped in my pickup and made way for the bridge. As we drew closer, we slowed down and turned on the many off-road lights my truck had. These lit the road and the woods to the side of us as if it were daytime giving us an outstanding view of the bridge as we approached. The first thing we noticed as the bridge drew close was the large amount of blood on the road. However, this was the only evidence we could find of the incident described by John. Upon our investigation of the woods on foot, we discovered what seemed to be several tracks of a small horse unshod leading to the road. After several hours of looking and not finding anything else, we returned to the house. By this time, John had already found his way home, and we laid in bed, too excited to sleep. To this day, none of the people involved in the story have returned to the bridge. Did John actually see and strike the donkey lady that night, or was it nearly a stray pony startled by their presence? All I know is that something was there that night, and it did scare our friends half to death. This was submitted by Airborne. So here is another story. I had a similar incident to the one Airborne submitted. One weekend in 1989, some friends and I were driving around in the 1973 Impala one of them owned. Ooh, just a couple years off. As we usually did, we were showing the younger cousins of the driver, Todd, around. They had turned 13 that year and were being quote inductive. We decided to drive to the donkey lady bridge, partly since we had never been there, partly to give them a good scare. Any child, particularly in the south-southeast side ones, that have grown up in San Antonio knows about the donkey lady. There was even a phone number that you could call to hear her, so they laughed and agreed to the idea. We drove out to the bridge, turning off the headlights before we were actually on it. It was very eerie out there at night. It was much more because of the almost full moon barely lighting the bridge. Todd started to slowly advance across the bridge when a figure appeared seemingly from nowhere in the middle of it. He stopped the car and we whispered speculations as to who or what it was. We were not expecting to see anything, much less this. Todd placed the car in gear again, and honking his horn, slowly inched his way toward the figure, which promptly vanished. The car was stopped again, and this made us shut up. Todd sat listening to our suggestions to back up or gun the car to the other side when something landed on the hood of the car. Everyone screamed, and Todd slammed the car into reverse in Florida. The dark figure rolled from the hood, and Tom didn't stop until we reached the main road and made our way to the Denny's on Southwest Military, near IH10. Getting out, we all stared at the hood, which now sported two very deep dents in it. No one had an explanation of just where the figure had dropped from to make those. We went inside to eat, but just decided to call it a night. Todd took his car to a body shop the next day and had to replace the entire hood. The dents were too deep to pound out. Incidentally, I was 17 when this happened, and I'm 30 today, and I have never been back there. This was submitted by Backlash. Damn. If I had experienced something like this, I also don't know if I'd be wanting to go back there. I'm always down for a good fright or haunting, but sometimes it can just be too traumatic, especially at a young age like that. Next time you are hanging around a bridge at night, soaked in creepy lore, don't honk your horn. You don't know what may be lurking and waiting. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Cryptid Coffee Club. Join the club on Instagram at Cryptid Coffee Club for aesthetic coffee videos and any updates about the club. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to tip your creator, you can buy me a coffee over at coffee.com slash Club. That is com slash cryptic coffee club. I will also be posting coloring pages that I draw for each episode that you can purchase and download. First one is free on me. I appreciate y'all listening to these episodes and being a part of the club. Episodes will be posted every other Thursday, so stay tuned for the next creepy creature.